Greetings, friends. Future Andrew here, dropping into these past episodes to tell you thanks. Thanks for checking out RTAF. If you're valuing the show as a wellspring of inspiration and artistic fuel and would like to help keep the show going, you can find out more about how to do that at patreon.com slash podcast. Every little bit adds up and keeps me inspired to bring you quality content on a consistent basis. Thanks for listening, and stay creative. Welcome to another episode of Artsy AF. Thanks for being here. Being here. On this week's episode of the RTAF podcast, we have the one and only Stephen Cruz. Stephen is a painter, surprise, surprise, who makes really dope stuff, for lack of a better word. Stephen moved out to Colorado around 2013. Uh, We get into the amazing string of synchronicities that kind of led him out here and even the string of synchronicities that led him to be a live artist. Mr. Cruz drops some knowledge about uh, the balance between, say, painting for 24 hours straight and then sleeping for 12 hours. He also... We, all, we also talk about uh, having a job to support yourself while you're making art versus not. And so much more. Um, so yeah, without any further blabbering from me, let's get this one started. Stephen Cruz, Steven ladies, Cruz and gentlemen. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, brother. Yeah. Welcome to RTAF. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah. Steven Cruz on this episode. We're in his beautiful studio. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> yeah. Glasses clinking. Yeah. You know, it's legit. They got a couple <laughs> beers. Got a beer. Got a little bourbon. Two. John has bourbon because he's allergic to beer. <laughs> so, Steven, you've been uh, busy. You're gearing up for a new art show. I am, yeah. Um, working, I'm going to have, have a show at Threda Gallery. Mm-hmm. Um, and there isn't a, uh exact date yet for it, um, but uh, it'll be the month of March. So Right on, cool. Yeah. Nice. Everybody Springtime vibes. Prepare yeah, yourself. Yeah, melting, kind of everything warming up a little bit. So I'm hoping the show can warm some people up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. It's such a good time to be diving in deep for an art show, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially during the winter. Uh, I'm pretty introverted, so and I don't like being cold, so <laughs> it like kind of helps helps me stay in the studio a bit. So, mm-hmm. yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, we're just looking at all these like gradients, just prepping them up. Yeah, I've got uh, about fire. a third of the show started, and uh, about half of it, like uh, backgrounds and all that. So it's a lot of blank canvases, which is kind of like. Um, a little daunting to look at, but it's also motivational. I feel yeah. like if I'm just surrounding myself with with things I really need to 
that I know I'm going to be working on soon. It's kind of like helping everything stew and all this like potential charged up space, like yeah, infinite opportunities surrounding you. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, I think it's important. I think like where where you do work is important. Like having a a nice like efficient workspace mm, and a definitely. comfy workspace, something like tailored to the specific artist is, I think, important. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think you have like the comfiest workspace of anybody's that I've been in. Nice. It's cozy. <laughs> I'll take it's that very as a compliment. Yeah. yeah, it's cozy as fuck. Yeah, it's clean. It's yeah. nice lighting. I feel like uh, it kind of helps helps me think. Um, for me, sometimes I'll, I'll start painting, you know, early in the day, but I don't actually pick up a brush until you know the sun's well and gone. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm, I've got to get everything all situated and everything where it's supposed to be, so I know where it's at. And and uh, once everything is where it's at and everything's clean, and then I, there's nothing left to do but mm-hmm. but work. So you like create order. Mm-hmm. get everything in order so then you can dive into chaos and yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i learned that from uh, my friend jake he's uh he sets himself up to make a mess you know mm-hmm. and i think that's important mm-hmm. uh, not not just starting in a cluttered it's, uh, i forget the exact statement but cluttered mind cluttered cluttered workspace cluttered mind something mm-hmm. like that but mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah, yeah i've noticed reflection. too like when i'm working like there's such a gradient between my best work my best focused work and like just like piddling around totally. and not doing it right. <laughs> yeah. And I think that workspace is definitely one of those things. Um but I also think like like taking care of yourself in a in a in a way is like another factor in, in that gradient of pro- productivity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um what what do you find is like the most or I'm trying to phrase this in the right way, but what are some things that you do besides like getting your workspace clean and, and clear to like help you prep? Oh, uh, I think one of the most important things I do is I don't paint every single day. I kind nice. of, uh, like in my mind I'm painting all the time, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, even if I'm out, you know, camping or in the grocery store, like wherever mm-hmm. you go, like there's always like little things and just, it's, it's a way of thought maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm always working in that sense, but, uh, I, I kind of prepare myself to to work uh, long sessions by not working every single day. So I kind of like, uh, it's, it's like a rest, like a mental rest day. And then also kind of like a physical rest day and, totally. and then getting back into it the next day, feeling like refreshed and, and ready to to hit it again. So. That's cool. So yeah. you're like in tune when you need to charge the batteries. Like- Most definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, th- I think, uh, I think that's, that's a big part about me. I, I take, uh, like I don't like going to sleep, and I don't like waking up. <laughs> so it, it's so if you can uh, bypass that. Yeah. So, um, like one big thing for me is I don't like going to sleep because you know it's you look down and it's three in the morning, or you know even if the sun's coming up, you know if, right. if I'm working and you know if if I'm actually in that flow, it doesn't make really sense to cut off like a creative spark or or a. Sure. Uh, a a length of time that you've already worked and devoted towards something. Mm-hmm. Um, cause for me, it takes so long to get in that mind state, um, that, you know, it doesn't make sense. And, uh, as an artist, I think that's maybe part of the reason I landed here is mm-hmm. that I get to set my own hours. I, I don't have to be anywhere at any specific time. You right. know, I, I kind of get to get to work and, um, I'm motivated my, enough myself to, to make that happen. So, um, yeah, 
Yeah, you can freedom just dive of, it. Freedom of time. Whatever, yeah. yeah. However yeah. the rhythm hits you, fucking ride yeah. with it. Go with it, yeah. And then uh, when I get tired, I just sleep for days. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I don't know. It's a, It could be a vicious cycle um, trying to balance. Uh, like I have a girlfriend, and she's got a pretty normal schedule. So mm-hmm. uh, any given day of the week, I'm going to sleep as she's getting up. Or, you know, sometimes we're right on schedule, but... Um, <laughs> But yeah, that's kind of a, a weird quirk about my workflow, I guess. That's cool. Have you always worked like that? Um, not always. Um, since I've since I've been able to work for myself, it's always been that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I remember working jobs and being like, "Oh shit, it's midnight. I have to work at. I have to be up at seven to be at work at eight. To, yeah, mm-hmm. and. Uh, that's so fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so definitely not. It's like a bummer because yeah. the way you have to cut it off to yeah. wake up for your job is like one hour past that midnight is like where the real magic's gonna happen. You have to stop right. that short. You know. Totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, I'm a, I'm nocturnal most definitely. I I feel like uh, I get my the most work and and my best work done. Um, I don't know if there's a specific hours, but it's definitely when the sun is down a little bit later into the night, early morning too. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been thinking about it a lot. Um, I feel like I just have a clearer headspace. Like mm-hmm. I like everything's it's it's a little bit chiller. It's easier to navigate. Um, I like I like working alone a lot. Like you know, I'll get weird. Like you know, play weird music or no music or you know, mm-hmm. um, or you know, rolling around on the floor, putting a can. You know, it just it's it's uh weird to it's weird to create in front of other people sometimes yeah um, so i enjoy being able to shut some doors and just kind of being feeling alone like it's me and the canvas or me or what i'm working on and um i've been thinking also uh, about like solids and liquids mm-hmm. and if you think about like um like something solid, it's it's tiny, tight-packed molecules that are moving real quick, vibrating. And right. I feel like that's that's kind of like the daytime when the sun comes up, everything's heated up, mm-hmm. yeah. everything's moving just a little faster. There's more people up, mm-hmm. there's more thoughts, there's more just yeah. things bouncing around. And I feel like it can be really hard for, I don't know, this might be a personal thing, but just to sit down in the middle of the day and have these creative sparks and, and figure out all these problems I'm trying to solve. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've thought like at night when the sun goes down, everything kind of cools down a little bit. Um, like the molecules aren't moving so fast. So I feel like there's more space between things. Yeah. It's a little slower. It's mm-hmm. a little easier to navigate. And uh that might just be a thought, but that's definitely like a thought I've had. So. I've, oh, yeah. I've experienced the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm right there with you. It, too. it was just like the the mental state of the whole world. Like everyone's humming during the daytime. That mm-hmm. mental space is like clouded by yeah. all this activity. It's great. Like it being energized. Like the sun's great. I'm I'm not like afraid of the sun. I'm a vampire. <laughs> I, I definitely enjoy. It. I, f- I find uh, my most like creative breaks and and um, best times for working are are definitely at nighttime. So mm-hmm. yeah. I've had that thought too. Like everyone's asleep or not everyone, us, we're awake, but like a lot of people are asleep. So there's this kind of like, it's almost like you enter the realm of the dream. dream. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even if you're awake, like it's the nighttime. It's a little, you know, you can't see as well without a lot of light. Yeah. And it's just kind of this cool place to explore with a lot of space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, I mean, diving fully into your creative path, 
doing it full time. It's like you, you truly become an outsider in so many ways. It's like, you're not even up when other people are. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's crazy. But like through that disconnect from the status quo way of integrating with reality, you get to pull out these images that mm-hmm. like make people feel alive. You're like chronicling the space that nobody's hanging out in. You know? Yeah. I feel that. Cool. Um, I dig that actually a lot. I also <laughs> feel like kind of like, uh, like sometimes if other people, if the whole world's asleep and I'm working, I feel like I kind of got a one up on them. Yeah. Like I'm getting, <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm getting it done when uh, nobody <laughs> yeah. else is. Everyone's resting. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So and that way too, like no one can be like, "Oh, you lazy artist." <laughs> You're like, "Yeah, during the day." Yeah. <laughs> I'm chilling during the day. <laughs> you, have, you should see me at night. <laughs> so, uh, how did you get started making art? Have you been doing it all your life, or? Yeah. Um, as long as I can remember, definitely. Um, I think my first time, one of my first memories actually is um, my grandmother was a, a art teacher. And I remember going to like football games with her, like in the back of the car. And she would have like little notebooks, sketchbooks. And uh, I would give her, she'd give me like an animal and I would draw it real quick, you know, I'd like yeah. little hey, stick man. figure things. And so that, that was one of my first memories. And I remember enjoying that. Um, you know, don't remember much more, but. Uh, fast forward to kind of like high school, I would say maybe even a little bit before that, like taking notes and stuff. I would always find myself in the margins, just kind of like Mm -hmm. drawing weird patterns. And I was always interested with, uh, remember like the girls would sign their notes with these like little connected hearts borders and like Mm -hmm. do all these cool little Celtic. And I just wanted to learn, you know, how to do that. Mm -hmm. Remember the little S three dashes. That's what I was thinking. I remember seeing that and my friend drew that. I was like, I gotta learn how to draw (laughs) that, you know, little stars and all sorts of stuff. (laughs) I remember that man. Like it's, it's basically just a hexagon. Yeah. Totally. With like a couple (laughs) Nito Kurt or Nito uh, Angles in there. Once you crack the code of that bitch, you're like, you're just like, like all yeah, day. You know, it's like the definition day. of rad. Yeah. You like put <laughs> yeah. it on, like, um, my, my name starts with an S, so that was like, yeah. you get it Ooh, everywhere. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Peter. But, uh, yeah, so it started there. Um, got a little more serious, like, in, in high school, I'd say, like, uh, took do- like drawing classes, and I never took a painting class, actually, all the way through college. Um, Nice. Just, yeah, it never happened to take one. I was in and out of the art school. Like, by senior year of, of uh, high school, I was, like, didn't really leave the art wing of my building. Uh, but it was, like, ceramics and photo and metals and uh, figure drawing and, you know, just... There, there, there was never a painting class, so it was always mm. uh, always drawing for me. Mm-hmm. And I think my, my favorite... My favorite thing was just to have a fresh black Sharpie and like a blank white page and just to tear yeah. that thing up. Like, I have I one of those originals, by the way. Nice. Just nice. a little flex. I don't oh, know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah, Sharpie it's, original. <laughs> I, I still play with Sharpies all the time. I uh, kind of makes me feel feel at home. Um, it's so much fun. Such a comfort yeah. zone. And I think uh, that that actually kind of stems from my parents. Um, mm. When I was younger, I wasn't allowed to have this Sharpie. You know, they like put it yeah. in the high drawer. I couldn't oh, quite yeah. get to it. And I, yeah. I remember the smell of those things. And my dad like pulling out like the permanent marker to like yeah, do yeah. the permanent thing. And yeah. I was like, man, that's pretty cool. You can have like a little thing in your pocket that makes permanent marks. Like, oh, yeah. So I think it stemmed from that and then being able to just go out and get, get my hands on them, like these, these like unobtainable things as like a little kid. <laughs> so yeah, I was scribbling all over everything. Right so, on. Cool. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, 
the art thing started like a little bit later, the painting uh, a lot later actually. And uh, it was a pretty unique way. I feel like the way I got into it, um, I was going to like, I was living in Detroit at the time Mm -hmm. and uh, I was like the first time going to shows and uh, actually my first show, I I went and saw like uh, Bass Nectar Right on. I just had no idea, like mm. you know, I was I don't I don't remember exactly how old I was. It's when it all changed. Yeah, I remember my friend <laughs> just pulled out his phone. He's like, "You want to go see Bass Nectar?" And I was like, "That sounds <laughs> sick! Like, what's that?" And he what like, is played that? on like one of those old shitty cell phones, the little flip phones. And played like a little thing. I was like, "That sounds dope." Like, I remember the first time I heard Bass Nectar, it blew my mind. Yeah, so I was like, "What music? Like, what? I remember that." And uh, and the coolest part was like Bass Nectar was that was rowdy. So we went at the time. You know, we what like, year was this? It was like 2007, eight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was really early. I think we paid like five, ten bucks for a ticket. This right. was like back before. You, you know, like this is way back. Yeah. And uh, the coolest part was no such thing opened up for him. Oh, I don't know if you guys are fans, but he's like I am this a little Asian fan. dude. He yeah. just like gets real techie, and it's that was like. So I walked such in to this music. thing, and like everything, the whole crowd was purple, and it was like you know kid, mm-hmm. like you know i hadn't really like i'd been to like concerts but like yeah. nothing like i was like walking in this dark room everything was purple it smelled like drugs oh yeah it was <laughs> I, I didn't know you know and i just liked it instantly I, all I, your senses just like yeah it's like this Whoa. is cool and i'm meeting like people and the music's like super dope and uh but yeah so that that was the start of it and uh so did you wait did you paint at that show no okay. no there's uh but, so i actually went with a friend <clears throat> who was uh, starting to throw shows of his own. And so there was a point that night where uh, the drawings of mine kind of fused with, uh, his name was Scott, and uh, Scott invited me to his show maybe the next weekend or something. He's like, you should come and live paint. I was like, I've never painted. He's like, you should come and live paint. So I was like, all right. Shout out Scott. Yeah, Scott Sutterfield. Um, And so he started, or he was uh, a triad of three people that started um, this thing called Cirque du Womp. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. this was in Detroit. They threw the uh, the blast off. Right? <clears throat> they did. Yeah, yeah. we threw a, a. That was my first festival I ever went to. Really, was part of the. I was part there. Of the production. Yeah, that's there was only like three, four hundred people there. It was that's great, amazing. It yeah. was a great festival. Brought Tipper in two thousand ten. <laughs> yeah, Ott, like no such thing. It Eprom. Was dope. Like, yeah. It was. It was pretty dope. And it was. Uh, but anyway, so the the it was a. Uh, Angela Powell, uh, Grant Jackson, and Scott Sutterfield started this uh, Cirque du Womp in Detroit. We're throwing uh, like lot like ballroom parties that, and it it evolved over about a year. And we were selling out. We we're doing a monthly event. We we're selling three thousand tickets. Wow! And doing these highly immersive black light fire performing, like stage decor, like bringing in extra sound. Like it was just like the events in Detroit. It was like it was what you wanted to be at. And uh, it was always pretty sick. So um, my friend Scott invited me to, to paint. So I remember my, it was like the day of the, the show. I, I didn't know, like, so I checked my parents. I was living with my parents. I was really young. And uh, they had some black acrylic paint. So I found that, an old house brush. <laughs> and uh, went out across the street. They were doing construction across the street. So I found this old uh, white, like, board. It was mm-hmm. just like an old recycled piece of wood and took this took this to the uh to the show so, no shit Magic, yeah it was dude. pretty cool like they gave me a couple uh, free drink tickets let me bring a couple friends like i felt felt like a king at the time you know like i mean uh, yeah yeah um and yeah so i set up in the back it was it was cool all my friends knew where to find me like 
uh, had something to do. Yeah. Like, you know, like yeah. I was still yeah. grooving with the music, still interacting with people, but yeah. I had, I had a, like a way to, uh, to like put down what I was kind of like feeling. And I feel like the coolest part about all of it was at the very end of the night, I like packed everything up and just had this thing with me, you mm -hmm. know? And like, I can still look back at that. This is like maybe eight years ago now. And I can still like see what I did, and it brings me right back to to like that night and, and like who I met. So. Damn, that was a moment yeah. at all. Yeah, it all clicked. Uh, it was my first time meeting MDMA too. So yeah, there's nice. this like uh, mm -hmm. this uh, connection between the music and like the space and the art and myself, and mm -hmm. um, it was. Uh, an amazing like first time and introduction into like something as broad as painting. And that was like your first time painting yeah, too. First time. Yeah. Isn't that so crazy? Like this one, all these pieces aligned for this one night that launches what you do for the rest of your life. Totally. It's yeah. Like, I remember yeah. how happy I was just like how, how, how good of a time I had, I guess. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's happens today, you know, oh, yeah, you go exactly. out and still get that same feeling. So, did you like, uh, so then were you hooked on live painting after that? Like, did you keep doing it? Yeah. I, uh, so it was pretty exclusive with this group. Um, we, we were throwing like kind of like the more premier events in the entire state. Um, but I remember like just, that was like my into it. So I started seeing like, there were all these little hubs in Michigan. There was like the Lansing crew and the Kalamazoo people and all the Detroit people. There's like Grand Rapids. And then there was like, you know, like the scruffy looking dudes up North, like throwing their little like. <laughs> the North. Man. Yeah, the North. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like. Beyond the wall. But it was really cool. So I started meeting all the other people in, in kind of every different little city. And, mm -hmm. you know, some, some shows were at like pizza parlors, you know, there'd be like five, six people would be in pizza and like sounds uh, awesome but yeah and then sometimes like but yeah like the the home crew i had was we were doing really really like groundbreaking things um, nice and bringing a lot of people together and introducing a lot of people to like music i still listen to today mm -hmm. uh, i feel like we were kind of a little ahead of the curve and i, I was super grateful to be uh to somehow fall in, into that yeah so mm -hmm. um yeah, I started going to festivals from there. Like I said, they took to want through this this show called the Blast Off or Festival. It was down in uh, Ohio. Ohio, yeah. Yeah, these caverns. And yeah. like that was pretty cool. I started going to uh, Demp, they call it Movement now mm -hmm. um, in Detroit. It's like the Detroit's the birthplace of techno. Yeah. And so there's like this three day, like in city festival at Hart Plaza that they throw and it's like, I don't know, six stages, five, six stages. Like, Damn. it's just like really sick. And there's after party. It's just a party the whole weekend. Mm -hmm. And, uh, started doing that, which led to electric forest, which led to like learning about all the, all these, uh, nationwide events. And, uh, so it started real small, but it grew real quick. So yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That's cool that like your first painting experience was a live painting experience. Yeah. It's totally. ballsy shit. Yeah. Uh, were you like nervous about that? Uh, I never really even thought about it too much, yeah. to be That's honest. That's so cool. Yeah. Like, you yeah. were almost young enough and naive enough to totally. not even give a fuck. A hundred percent. I don't know what's going on. I, I get nervous now, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> after all that, now I get nervous. <laughs> yeah. it's, just, it's a cool dichotomy from, you know, like being in the studio three in the morning when you can hear crickets having a conversation to like being out in a field in the summer at midnight with 40 to 50 people gathered around your easel or your, your wall or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. you know? And 
can um, be like rather surreal. Yeah, it's weird, right? I mean, we it's almost like we live in these two worlds as people who who paint or performance paint, um, you know, as a lifestyle. Yeah. It's like you meet a lot of great friends that way. Totally. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's exponential mm-hmm. um, a little bit. Yeah. Like actually going out to these events and like I see it like pretty like directly as putting a light over yourself yeah oh it's you're like it, hey not come even talk metaphorically to me. yeah like yeah. literally <laughs> physically and metaphorically in every every sense of the thing yeah. we put a light over ourselves and we're kind of like beacons mm-hmm. and we uh we do the traveling that a lot of people don't right you know and uh so i, I think it's exponential like you said meeting people mm-hmm. like it's uh you meet the right people all yeah. over the place so yeah and it's an interesting thing too right like being so introverted yeah but then like uh, continually facing the discomfort of like, all right, I'm going to be Mr. Social tonight right. and I'm going to like, I'm going to pretend I know like what's going on and like, <laughs> yeah, come talk to me. Like we yeah. like in a way force ourselves into that situation, even though totally. I, I'd rather just be in my studio all the time, never totally. talk to anybody, but then like, I don't know. It's not a sustainable way to live really. No, exactly. I mean, yeah. yeah. Kind of forcing you yourself just, to, to come out. And it's funny, like, you would think like when you're out in those chaotic environments that like the work really wouldn't be, you know, on par with like when you have the studio that you've set up for, you know, been building your whole life. Right. Um, like, and you got, you know, you have all the tools you need and it's comfy. And then, but, but I found sometimes when you go out and those crazy, you don't even have the right colors, you're using somebody else's brush on mm-hmm. like, yeah. you know, like uh, spilling beer, like <laughs> other people bumping into your stuff. But I, I find sometimes like you, you can get some pretty good work done. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's when interesting. you're out and you have to have to work, you know, yeah. you can't mm-hmm. go out and just sit there. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it kind of forces you to, to get after it. And you, so. you picking up on the vibe of that crowd too. Like everyone's yeah. in a elevated, loving, friendly state. Most you, of the time. You picking yeah. up on that. <laughs> yeah. Most of the time. Most of the time. Mm. But yeah, you can surprise yourself. I mean, it's interesting how creativity can show up in any situation, really. Totally. Yeah, it's cool what happens when you kind of shrink the framework of what you have to work with, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's like you were saying, like, oh, maybe I forgot all my brushes <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> which is kind of like something we probably used to do a lot more and we don't do so much anymore. But it it, it puts you in this state where you're like, well, I have to improvise. And you kind of get back to this, like, beginner's luck stage maybe or like this beginner you're like well you know like whatever uh cadmium red sure i'll fuck with that (laughs) because i have no other choice right well that's Um, what's so cool about creativity is like any tool you have you can make something cool with it exactly and it's like putting in just uh time into art at a certain point it's like hand me anything i can make something like kind of cool yeah yeah <laughs> or at least attempt to yeah <laughs> at least give these people a show yeah. on top of the show that they're already at so like uh among your journey what brought you out to denver then man uh it's kind of a long story i'll, I'll try to tell it real quick um i had some like best friends that i've grown up with my whole life and uh they decided to do this on a ridiculous trip, uh, they decided to bicycle uh, from Michigan. They were going to bicycle to the Pacific Ocean. Damn. Um, so they started, this is just like a thought they, we had one day. We're just sitting there and they're like, yeah, we should do it. And uh, there were there were four of us. Uh, we're all kind of like, all right. 
I backed out real quick <laughs> as soon as they like went out and bought bikes and like actually started training. I was like, nah, I don't think so. And, uh, but they, they actually stayed after it. Uh, so for a couple months in the summer, like leading up to the summer, uh, they like train, they would just ride bikes from like one person's house to the next. And, you know, it'd be like a 30 mile trip. And mm-hmm. so they just do that. And, uh, yeah, there was a, there was a day where we all met on Lake Michigan and we all camped and had an awesome night. And in the morning I like packed up all my stuff and drove home and they packed up into backpacks and just jumped on their road bikes and just took off. And, uh, so it took them, they, they didn't quite get to the Pacific ocean. They did eventually, uh, they got to Utah. Um, but from Denver, it was about two months and between the three of them, just for weight, they only had like one cell phone and they left it off most of the time. So I didn't hear from them for like two months. So these are my best buddies. And, yeah, uh, shouts. so finally, yeah, my, my Mark Albright, Kieran, Kieran. Fisher, okay. yeah, they're best buddies. Um, so for, yeah, it's a couple months of not hearing from them. Uh, finally my phone rings one day and you know, it's Mark. So I answer <laughs> it. He's like, Hey man, uh, we're in Denver. <laughs> like <laughs> you have to come out here. Like this place <laughs> is for you. And so we talked for a little bit, uh, side story, like pretty cool. So they're riding, uh, up into the mountains, like I 70, like go in. Uh, on yeah, like uh, so they they make it to Georgetown and they pull off. They decide they're they're gonna crash for the night. They find this beautiful campsite like right off the the highway and um, and they go to sleep. They wake up the next morning with fences built around them. And they, yeah, they're built, they're, <laughs> they're, 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 there's a semi truck pulling in the stage and they're like, they, they ask like some people there's, you know, they, they go to sleep in a completely empty field, wake up with like a hustle bustle of like festy kids around them. <laughs> and they're like, what's going on? They're like, welcome to Sonic Bloom, man. So they rode Dude. their bikes into Bloom. It's met a bunch of stars, people. man. That's crazy. Totally, yeah. I wonder if I met them then. I mean, Do you know what year so, it was? 2000. Yeah, this would be... 2000 12? yeah somewhere in there 13 maybe 13 i'm not sure i'd have I to ask there. them but yeah it was the last i think the last year they had it at georgetown i was there yeah. um but yeah so they would met a bunch of people you know all the right people and right. uh so the the call they gave me was immediately after that they're like bro you gotta you gotta come out here <laughs> <clears throat> so hung up the phone and that night i went to you know same old shit house party and i was in going to western michigan uh taking art classes, um, just living in the same house I'd lived in for a couple of years. Like, and, uh, we're at this party. I don't know whose house it was, but the girl who owned it, I remember this like really clearly, uh, she's all hammered, you know, like, like toasty. And she's like, uh, screaming, like I'm moving to Denver in two weeks. Like who's with me? Who's going with me? And I remember I had like a fifth in one hand, a drink of the other. I was like, I'll go. <laughs> yeah. I'm not like being serious at all. Just be like, let's do it. You know? <laughs> and, uh, ended up going to sleep and waking up to a phone call the next day. And it was actually the girl. Her name was Sarah. She somehow got my number and she was like, Hey, like, and you remember like saying you're going to go with me? And I was like, what? Uh, and I like kind of looked around for a second, same old bedroom I've been in, like doing the same old shit. And uh, something in me, it was just like, I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll yeah. go. Mm-hmm. And she's like, cool. Like she didn't know me. And she hung up and like, she didn't know I was like changing my whole life, like right there. And uh, so ended up uh, dropping out of school, packed up all my stuff. Um, she had a, I, I didn't have a car at the time, so she 
I had a Ford Focus. We bought an eight-foot trailer, eight-foot U-Haul for this little tiny <laughs> yeah. two-door Focus. And I packed up all my stuff. I had maybe like three or four backpacks, like a couple skateboards, like mm-hmm. my longboard, my skateboard, which were like trusty at the time. Mm-hmm. I had a bicycle so I could get around. Um, and I had some canvases. And uh, so we, we drove out. And um, I knew two people in Colorado. Um, and so Mark at the same time who had been on that bike ride, he rode all the way across the continental divide. He got to like about Salt Lake city and his friend who was doing the same thing, but just in a car, a little easier, <laughs> happened to be in the same spot. Like they met up Oh, and, cool. and so my buddy Adam from Michigan. Yeah. Another, my buddy Adam was like, Hey, like instead of riding the bikes, you want to just hop in the car and ride with me and then we can do the one Oh one. And like gave them all these like easy, like beautiful <laughs> things to do. And they're like, you know what? Like that sounds pretty good. <laughs> so they strapped the bikes to the back of the car and ended up doing this whole thing, uh, going like from, I think Washington to like the whole one Oh one. And so on the, he was on the way back from that the same time I packed up all my stuff and was headed out to Denver. So we actually met the, we got, I got dropped off in a parking lot. Um, <laughs> At Federal and Irving, like Colfax and Federal, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. There was these apartments buildings there, and I knew two people uh, at the time. So I like got their address and got dropped off in the parking lot. And the girl uh, who was driving me, Sarah, she was actually going on to Steamboat. She oh, was wow. like moving to Steamboat. Oh, okay. So she just dropped me off. Said like, you know, like thanks for thanks for coming out with me. And I was like, wow, <laughs> some shit, son. So yeah, I had all my stuff. <laughs> Magic, the best part dude. was like, I get all my stuff out, like say bye to her and the sprinklers turn on. I just start soaking all my shit. I'm like, oh, wow. No. And uh, so I call my buddies who, uh, the apartment of, of the uh, place I got dropped off at. And I was like, hey, like I finally made it. Like, you mind if I like, I have, I have a little bit of stuff. Like, you mind if I just crash at your spot tonight? I don't really have too many plans. I'm just got here trying to figure it out. I have no plans. And they're actually like, no, dude. Like, it's Sound Tribe weekend. We got 12 people staying at our single bedroom apartment. Like, literally we can't, like you, you wouldn't fit. Like, so they ended up taking a couple of my backpacks and my stuff and, um, for the next couple of weeks, me and Mark, who who like met me in that parking lot, yeah, and like thank God he did. Like I jumped in his buddy's car and we like uh, I think we went bowling or something. I don't know. <laughs> I had no plan, and it was kind of hitting me that I I really had no idea what I was doing. And uh, so it was like two weeks of me and Mark going out to bars, like in Lodo, like off those shitty bars, like yeah, downtown, yeah. like yep. Blake Street. And just trying to, the whole goal of the night was just to meet somebody who would let us crash on their floor. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then, uh, so we would do that. Like I slept <clears throat> on a massage table one night, like lots of floors. And mm-hmm. I'm still friends with a lot of these people, uh, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, in the morning we'd wake up, ride our bikes to the library and hop on their computers and just look for a Craigslist job for the yeah. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go do the rider bikes to that mm-hmm. and then like rider bikes to the bar to go find somewhere to sleep like it was just crazy for a couple of weeks <laughs> um but yeah that was that was the start of like my whole denver so trip. it seems wow. like that's like a it i gotta take like, a breath yeah Sorry. yeah <laughs> that's well, all. it's like a re- reoccurring theme in your life is like you kind of just like what do you feel whenever you do this crazy shit like you just you know like you just go into like, oh, I've never painted before. All right, I'll live paint. Uh, okay, I'll go to Denver. Like, what What the fuck is going on in there? Yeah, when I, when I think back, it's like a lot of not thinking. Yeah, you know? just, just kind feeling of like, or? Yeah, just going into the flow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like there were moments like on that drive out where I like, I just knew I was doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And there was really nothing to worry about. Right. 
And, uh, you know, it, it doesn't always happen like that, but it's, yeah. I, I mean, I feel that thought the same way about my first painting. I feel like it was mm-hmm. like, I feel like I know what I'm doing. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, it's like kind of, mm-hmm. I don't know, not thinking. So yeah. Yeah. It's kind of flowing. What do you think that is? Like, um, yeah, is it just flow? Is it, is it just confidence or are you just, did you have to cultivate, I guess, that mind state to, to be like, Oh, everything's going to work out. This is, this is going to be good. <laughs> well, it's like asking, like, were, are you, were you an always an artist? Or, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah it's right, like, yeah. Um, I don't quite know, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's See, an interesting place. It, it seems like a, a fun way to live through life. You know, I think I do, and a lot of people I know overthink every decision they make. Totally. Instead, I think like, most of them. I yeah. Think. <laughs> yeah. You just have a few grand, <laughs> yeah. grand impulses of like, okay, yeah. Wait, well, it's, it it's, it's, I think it, there's a thing too about when I moved to Denver, at least, I was like, I have nothing to lose. I mean, you know, my hometown is cool, yeah. whatever, or, what, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But like, it's the same, like, kind of like, 30 pack of natty light every weekend thing and it's like Mm -hmm. this is getting a little old maybe yeah it's like i know that there's an adventure out there yeah to be had and for me that was that was denver like um before you moved here were you creating a little bit i had uh i had been painting for eight months yeah yeah i mean i and before that i was like in a band or whatever. And yeah. if people have listened to the podcast episodes, they've heard me yak on about that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I had started making like little drawings and stuff and then painting, you know, eight months before leaving. Okay. And it was just like it, me and John were just like, dude, we got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You guys grew up together? No, no, me no. And Laboon. Oh, Laboon. Laboon. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so many Johns. Yeah. Jakes and yeah. 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 But yeah, uh, I it's hard to speak to that because it's I think there's something about it's, everyone who has a a creative spirit that tugs at their their sleeve constantly. I think you should at least travel outside of your hometown 100% for an extended period of time if not just move somewhere else yeah. just see what's going on in other places and it, I think it's good too though to like start your whatever it is art music uh, writing dancing whatever it is in the place that you grew up in just to kind of feel it out like maybe you'll blossom there and you'll be this hub and people will love you like yeah. say if you grew up in a place like austin yeah. or you know nashville even now like you could you can make shit work yeah. um but i don't know if um detroit and michigan was like this but i i think it's probably a little more more cultured than kentucky is <laughs> a little bit <laughs> yeah it sounds yeah. like it's something a- going on i've been to lexington so yeah i know we, that's, that's where we actually met yeah i think way back in the day yeah um, was that another Cirque du Womp show? Uh, or was that like a collab thing? It, it, yeah, it was pretty much a collaborative thing. I was a friend of, of the people that we worked with. Yeah. So I feel like it spreads that way. Um, the reason I asked if, if uh, you created before you moved to Denver was for me, like I, when I started like painting in Michigan, like 
I would see all these amazing painters and artists and mm-hmm. even the music, like the venues, like seeing Red Rocks, like everything I saw that I was like, that's what's up. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. and I have the little tag, like in Denver, Colorado. Yeah. And so I, I, it was either there or the Bay at the time. Mm-hmm. And I feel yeah. like there were these kind of like these two, like was... Austin's kind of popping right now too. Like, it, and it shifts like, but at the time it was really like the Bay and mostly Denver. Like yeah. everything I was seeing, everything I was interested in, interested in was coming out of of those couple spots so i remember like moving there i wasn't too worried because i know i was going to bump into these people eventually yeah our paths were going to cross and and uh yeah so that was totally that was like definitely a draw to to move out here it's weird surrounded by creatives Mm -hmm. yeah like it's interesting how the type of being that this area is drawing in and how potent the energy is here it was cool like you know somebody like you was ballsy as fuck and saw something was going on you know like i was always a fan of your art you know like always digging what you were doing and i'm like oh well steven's in denver and then you know like uh randall and morgan some yeah. of my favorite artists they were here and i was like and and the the energy of your creativity is something i really resonated with and it's like i don't know it's interesting right how we all bring these different flavors but there's this like there's like an overlapping sense of like uh, love Most that's, that's resonating out of the artwork mm-hmm. here, which I think yeah. is really cool. Yeah. It's, I, yeah. I think the community here is unmatched like mm-hmm. worldwide. Absolutely. Maybe yeah. even time-wise, like yeah. worldwide. Like yeah. There's something really, really special happening like right now, right here. So It's mm-hmm. strange, right? It's, yeah. like, it's very strange. Yeah. I, Randall talks a lot about like uh, the Impressionists, right? And they were a group of homies that were outsiders in the art scene banding together and creating a movement yeah and every once in a while you're like is that what is that is that, is that ha- what, like is that happening is this like I don't know, well, you know strange. the idea about like time and history being uh, more like a spiral than a straight line yeah you keep coming I, back to it to yeah I, I feel like maybe we're on the same like if you think of a spiral i'll try and word this visually if you think <laughs> of a spiral spiraling out and then it has a, a bunch of lines like a clock on that spiral maybe we're on the same line but on a different mm. uh, edge of the spiral as something like the impressionist movement or the renaissance yeah. or yeah the first cave paintings or some shit yeah, like that, that makes sense know. can yeah. you imagine being the first guy painting on a cave you wouldn't even everybody's like you. what what the fuck are you doing dude <laughs> he's like, like shut up he's like look at this it kind of looks like a <laughs> A buffalo. This and looks like guy's that. Like, kind of does look like a buffalo. High as fuck on like, mushrooms, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. <laughs> under fucking torch light. Under torch lights. Whoa. Yeah. It's like, whoa, man. This is and people are coming up to you, being like, "What's your inspiration? <laughs> yeah. Did you paint this all tonight?" Yeah. <laughs> I bet you, like those those homies that did those cave paintings, if they're here today, they would probably we'd you'd probably be homies with them. They're probably oh, cool. Yeah. They're like, yeah, align. My cave brethren. Yeah, paint brethren. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, I think it's cool. Like, you know, you did that journey of like that first live painting that brought you out here. And now you're doing like murals on the side of buildings. Like when was your first mural you did? Man. Um, uh, so what constitutes a mural? Cause I, <laughs> I painted on walls, you know, I'd, yeah. I'd be spawning painting on walls back in Michigan. Uh, like my bedroom walls, other mm. other friends' bedrooms, <clears throat> doors, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. I did. Uh, I painted like a seventy foot by five foot mural 
in Michigan. That was my first one. Damn. We were at a we had a there's this basement venue in Kalamazoo. I think it's been either knocked down or renamed, but it used to be uh, Shakespeare's Globe Theater. Nice. And uh, we we yeah we uh, my friends would throw shows there, and uh, after live painting at a bunch of these shows, uh, I asked instead of just bringing. You know, like I used to paint on wood, these like door size things. I used to sell them for a hundred bucks at the end of the night. And, uh, that was like, my, that was my spiel. Um, but there was a point where I was looking at the walls and they were all just blank. And I was like, why am I painting on like, you know, these walls I bring in pretty much? Right. Like, why don't I just like paint on the wall? And they were like, why don't you? So I started that and that was like a, you know, a couple months of just like tic-tacking around from different shows and working here and there. And that was my first time actually leaving something like permanent. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think like my first official mural was was in Denver. Mm-hmm. Um, I did it. There's like a still up at 13th and Spear. It should be like a permanent. Such an epic one. It's a good one. Um, and it's my first time translating. Like once I had a, a distinct style, trying to translate it to like a larger area, surface mm-hmm. area, and I did all right. Um, and it it kind of. Uh, it like let me know I could do that, and so mm-hmm. it's it's been uh, I've been looking for jobs ever since, and trying to push, like this uh, this thing I got going bigger and and better and yeah. <laughs> all the all the better things. Like, yeah. how do you tackle that? Like, if you have symmetry on a gigantic wall, are you like projecting? Are you um, measuring? Or it's a lot of. Uh, like if you can do it at the macro, you can do it at the micro. It's all the same mm-hmm. thing. Everything's fractal. It all spirals in and out. And uh, so just practicing, I've been painting symmetrical and actually drawing symmetrical since I can remember mm-hmm. like drawing. Uh, my parents have some of my first drawings. They're little symmetrical like doodles. And uh, so after I'm just turned 30. Um, so after about, I don't know, 25 years of, of doing something, it's locked in. um, yeah, it's pretty locked in whether you're doing it at any scale with any medium. And, um, I, I it's like a, like a comfort zone that I know I can push in every mm-hmm. single spot I'm in. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So, yeah. Like, uh, do you feel, um, like a sense of purpose or do you have like a specific mission of why you're creating? It's a good question. Um, well, I don't know what I would be doing if I wasn't creating. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't even like know how to think that way. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh, I think my, my mission is I'm pretty happy every day. Like, um, so it's, it's not only for myself happiness, but it's, uh, my, the thing that makes me the most happy is inspiring others. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I think the reason I go out, cause I like we're in my studio now. It's like pretty nice. I got all my paint, like organized. Like I got everything I need here. But if I can go out and like inspire somebody else to to start creating, or maybe to think differently, or or uh, and maybe not even painting. You know, maybe just to, to to be more creative in their daily life, or think a little bit differently, think outside the box. Um, that's like that's pretty much the mission. Yeah. Um, I feel pretty blessed to like have friends such as yourselves who like we get to share, like we get to talk about form and color and like, (laughs) I might not see you guys every day, but I see what you're doing every day. And it's Mm -hmm. like, I I see, you know, more about your lives than I do like an old coworker who's like, you know, and Mm -hmm, like everyone's, everyone's free to do whatever they want. But I think it's really special that we get to, to live 
and communicate the way we do um, and interact the way we do. Mm -hmm. So if, uh, if I can like inspire anyone to, to do that or, you know, it's pretty broad, but that's pretty much the mission. Yeah. Broad is great. It's like everything you create is that's encoded in everything you create. Mm-hmm. And even talking on this podcast, it's like the way you've lived your life, you know, that impulse to just that creative impulse in a way to like do that first live painting or just drop everything and move to Denver. Yeah. Somebody out there, you listening. Yeah. Someone's yeah. going someone's to get a hit of that, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, and just finding your own flow of like what you enjoy doing in life and that like you really can live a life that you enjoy. Totally. And everyone thing, knows what they like, you know? Mm-hmm. And right. it's, I think the secret is just finding that shortcut to like making that like profitable and mm-hmm. uh, obtainable every day. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I was blessed to just be in the right place, right time, like a million times over mm-hmm. where, uh, yeah, that this is like where, where, where I work right now. And yeah. This oh is, yeah. That's what I do. So yeah, I feel I, blessed. I'm just, I'm, just thinking about people listening um how do you make uh an art career uh possible yeah you know, it, uh, it it's <laughs> such a it's different for everybody yeah it's it's such a hard uh thing to navigate i think for a lot of people yeah uh i get lots of messages people just like chiming in asking questions and mm-hmm. i try to be real responsive with people um I want people to know I'm just a person. I think right. it's cool when I go out and like people are like, "Oh, you're, you know, Steven. I'm like, "It's good." Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. yo, <laughs> you know, yeah. this like weird wizard. But, yeah. Like, from the- like uh, but I used to say think the same thing. Like uh, you were talking about Randall earlier. I used yeah. to. Mem- I remember he was just like this mythical being. Yeah. I was like, he's just like. <laughs> I was so I intimidated. I thought, uh, yeah, I thought he was like, yeah. like the best homie. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. the best dude. I know. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, where are we going? <laughs> oh, how do you make a, a living off of art? Uh, I think, yeah. or just so yeah, a lot of people hit me up about like this or that. But I think the thing that most people hit me up about is like, hey, like I'm trying to take my art game. You know, they've got something started, they've got these ideas, and they're trying to take it to the next level mm-hmm. in one way or another. That's like the, I think the the question I get asked the most about, and uh, I respond to all these people, but it's not the greatest response. Like I I really tell them I have no idea. Just keep yeah. doing it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I tell them work hard and be passionate. And if you do those two things, mm-hmm. like might, it might happen tomorrow, it might happen a year from now, but you'll, yeah. you'll meet the right person or you'll be at the right spot and something mm-hmm. will click, you know? Um, but yeah, I, I tell people work hard, be passionate. And that's about, you know, all you can do. That really um, is it. Cause yeah. we're all unique personalities, right? That will come in contact with different people. Mm-hmm. But if you are just putting all of your life energy into your creativity as much as you can. Um, yeah, people are bound to support Be a that. nice person. S- yeah. Something in some unique way is going to come towards you. Mm-hmm. And there's 100%. no way, like, you can't just say, like, yeah, talk to this guy or go to this gallery. <laughs> yeah, it like, doesn't work yeah, like yeah. that. Right, you're going to put this color next to this color. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's no, like, formula for it. And everybody's, yeah. like, um, going back to Randall, um, I remember the first time I met him, one of the first things he said to me is, like, do you want to be famous? Like, <laughs> being all philosophical and, like, being awesome. And I, like, that stuck with me. I'm, like, man, like, what do I, like, what is this all about? Like, I'm yeah. trying to, um, and I figured it out, like, along the ways, but... Um, but yeah, I I think if you're if you're trying to be an artist, the goal is just to be sustainable off of your art. Yeah, and yeah. 
to be able to create more art. That's like pretty yeah. much all I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I want to be comfy. I want to like eat dank food and like create and have enough money for the next canvas. Or if mm-hmm. I want to do a big project to be able to do this or that and to have it funded. And um, yeah, I, th- I think, I think, uh, I think the two things, the only two things I can really tell people for sure is be passionate and work really hard. Yeah. yeah. That's all it, that's yeah. all it takes really. Yeah. Watch the world show Put up. Put yourself it out will. there. It will. I, if I you, promise to. Yeah. If you really pursue what you love, you'll be surprised at what happens, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and you couldn't have, pl- you couldn't have planned that shit. Totally. Just, yeah. Right. I had no plan. Right. Um, and it, you know, it's great to have a plan. My, my parents were planners. They're, yeah. uh, they're big. They're like, you know, ha- they had my life set out for me. Like, <laughs> you know before i was even born so, so they like they drew up the plans for you to oh yeah move to denver those plans up. <laughs> yeah. um but yeah uh you don't need a plan you know you don't need to have you just need to know it within yourself that it's going to happen mm-hmm. and uh yeah i've had a few friends uh actually a number of friends it's it's I'm tallying them up because it, yeah. it makes me so happy. But I've had people call me like friends from out of town and they're like, Hey man, like I'm struggling a little bit, like trying to do the art thing. And like, and, uh, they're like, I'm thinking about moving to Denver, think about moving to the Bay. Also, like, you know, I'm thinking about making a big change and I'm always like, do it. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Do it. And, uh, yeah, I said I got this tally mark. I got them in my head. But mm-hmm. there are all these friends that have, have done it. You know, they moved. And they. I told them the two things. I'm like, work hard, work be, hard passionate. be passionate. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they're all they're all crushing now. Hell so yeah. I taps on all those. What's that yeah, thing? I got like, like, like little folders. In my, like, <laughs> I got folders for everybody, you know? Like, you might not even know it. I probably, probably you know you are. I'm probably, yeah, I got a file. <laughs> <laughs> That's that whole thing, right? Like, if you're thinking about doing something, and then your heart already knows you have to do it. And then you're yeah. just thinking about it like, should I, shouldn't I? <laughs> should I? What, but like, if you're already, yeah. if you're already debating that in your mind, you, it's you like, should you might as well it. just fucking go for it and see yeah. what happens. Totally. <clears throat> I think a lot of it too, is just knowing yourself and knowing your strengths and your weaknesses and just working on your weaknesses, but also playing into your strengths. Mm-hmm. Like if you're a person like you, Stephen, who likes to stay, who can just push it, push it and build all this momentum when the world is sleeping or when you're, you're going out for your first live painting gig, just like fearless. If you know your like strengths of confidence, fearlessness, whatever they may be, they may be something else for someone else. Maybe you're the most practical artist in the world, Yeah, you know? (laughs) Yeah, and you're like, I'm ooh, I'm going to draw this whole painting out before I paint it. Do it. Yeah. You know, like there's no right or wrong way. It's the right way is just knowing yourself and just being yourself fully. And don't be People afraid of that. appreciate that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Uh, trying to be somebody else, like they already got the, they already got you the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like there's yeah. no chance you're going to catch up. It's like the federal reserve now. You're never going to catch <laughs> up, man. They already got you. Like, so yeah, just be yourself, do what you do. And, uh, I feel like if, if you have like a, you see a little path forming, like you got to drive down it, bushwhack that thing. You gotta get down there. <laughs> oh yeah. And, uh, yeah, pe- people will support and see you, uh, through all of it. Mm-hmm. And when it comes down to it, I think when people are supporting art, uh, they're not really like supporting that like specific thing you're working on. Mm-hmm. Um, you're kind of supporting you. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, your art is, is a reflection of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I think it comes from one of two places. It's like a very, very like internal thing. Um, like you're seeing what you can create. You're trying to put your feelings down. You're trying to make sense of something. Uh, it's very personal. Um, and the the other side of it is like a, it's an ego thing. Like oh, look yeah. look what I can do. Like yeah. check check it out. <laughs> and uh, you know everyone talks down about ego, but I think uh, there's a place for it in art. You know, oh, totally. Because you have to be yourself. You have to integrate and, that stuff. Yeah, you know, most definitely. And uh, so yeah. I, jumping around on a bunch of different topics but i think everything everything in life everything in your art everything like in your personal journey is about balance mm-hmm. and trying to find the balance between all those things yeah is gonna set yeah. you up for success middle way it's always the middle way Most it's definitely. always right in between yeah <laughs> what influences you outside of uh other painters do you got any movies books writers uh, cooks. Yeah. Uh, all those things. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been, uh, I've been jumping on my skateboard again recently. Oh, hell yeah. Um, and it's a little different than a writer or like movies, but, uh, I think it's like a, a an incredibly awesome flow sport, flow, flow state, flow thing. Hell yeah. I'm just trying to flow. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I've been jumping on my skateboard. I snowboard a lot. Nice. Um, yeah, like hiking, climbing, running around, uh, camping. Um, I cook a lot, actually. You said nice. cooking. Yeah. Uh, I've been cooking more. But yeah, I think uh, I have like my main thing. Like I, yeah. I would say painting is like not only not only like my vocation, my it's like kind of my everything. Mm-hmm. But I also have like um, I make jewelry. Like I have yeah. all these little like side things that like add on and they give me uh breaks from like that th- so i don't go insane yeah <laughs> totally. and i think that's important to have like a few different like out outputs mm-hmm. um and and just keeping everything fresh mm-hmm. i think that's important and everything starts like melding into each other too you know it's like you're just following you're you're just doing whatever you want to do you know it's yeah. like okay i want to spend some time in nature fills up my batteries get to use my body feel yeah. really good then you come back to your studio and you're so refreshed it's just this like continuation of energy you know yeah isn't it nice <laughs> it's yeah. so nice so nice i feel like uh i feel like it's it's the first time in like history it's it's a, the easiest time to be a creator um yeah mm-hmm. i agree like i always think about uh like renaissance period or like um even like when they're you were talking about the impressionists and all that yeah yeah like just thinking about like how difficult it would be to get a canvas yeah right or you'd have to wait probably for a while you gotta know somebody with the sheep and like you know and then you gotta do i don't even know like Mm -hmm. make fabric make you know and then someone's hand sewing some shit you want to paint so you need paint you're like okay find up found colors out in nature and crush them up and mix them with oils and it's like holy shit (laughs) (laughs) it's like so much when you start to think about it it's so much work like just Mm -hmm. yeah to actually make that happen. And then to like, to live off of that back then, like there was no internet, there was no pictures, there was no cameras, there was no, so like, 
you were creating something, let's say you're in like Italy, mm-hmm. you know, you're down on the boardwalk. Like that's the only time people are actually going to like see what you're doing. You actually had to like see it. And I think yeah. about the people that like saw the Mona Lisa, you know, way back and then yeah, like, yeah. go home and they're like, yo, like mom, I saw this like thing. It was just, <laughs> you know, and they're like telling her, they're like, you have to see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like literally you do have to see it. Like you can't. So I, I think this is the first time like in history I can jump in my car, <laughs> drive down the street to like, it's like five minutes down the street. I got a, uh, Michael's and a Hobby Lobby and a Guy Rees. We got Manager. We got some yeah. nice art stores. We got shitty art stores. Yeah, we, got, yeah. like, we got the big corporation, like arts, you know. Mm-hmm. But I can go and get a canvas. You can get like five bucks. You know, yeah. you can like spend 10 bucks at a place and like 10 minutes after thinking I want to paint, you can have all the materials to do so. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think it's the first time in history that people like are able to paint what they want as yeah. well. totally and so i think uh you're talking about maybe people looking back and like having a name for like this what's happening here yeah yeah and i wonder what they'll call it that's the number one thing i hope it's not the visionary movie yeah Uh, it's beyond i like i like how everybody doesn't like that term yeah yeah because it's like it seems too lofty yeah yeah it's like auditory music or something (laughs) yeah there you go i mean i know what people mean by visionary because They've called like great minds visionaries, you know. Mm, mm-hmm. You think of like I don't know Martin Luther King or Buckminster Fuller, or some other example I can't think of right now. And those people were visionaries. Yeah, right? and it's, so I get what they mean, but it's I don't know. But like everybody's a visionary, really. Yeah, like, like do you have an? Do you have a, you've got a like, vision. Do you, yeah, do you have an idea <laughs> of a better future, and you work towards it. All right, you're a visionary. Yeah, way to go. Exactly. <laughs> right. But yeah, so I think it's the first time like, you know, you can go out and anyone can paint. So there's all these like sure. crazy things happening. There's like crazy colors and just shapes and forms and ideas and everything's yeah. inside out and right side in and backwards and inverted. And, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's uh, an exciting time to be a creator. It seems like in this time, you can literally do whatever you want. And if you do it all the time and find excellence in that thing, you can crush it. Yeah. <laughs> just like do that shit that you're feeling you want to do. Definitely. You'll be all right. <laughs> I'm grab another one. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to pause it. Take five. Take five. Take five, five, five. Talk instead of paint. It's, yeah, it, I, I feel like it's easier for creative people to just kind of talk about creativity than maybe, you know, if we got somebody from... Uh, I want to talk about the weather. I don't care. Yeah, I don't yeah, care yeah. about your, you know. <laughs> right. I don't, I don't care. I want to. I want to see what you're making. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thing. But we were just talking. We just uh, re-upped on beers and we just took urban. a little break. But, yeah. But basically. we we were just talking in the kitchen. Like it's so easy to forget those weird spots where you were. Totally. And like you, you find yourself in like you know a pretty comfortable spot now. Whereas like you're still challenging yourself, but yeah. like. There's so many people out there, I'm sure tons listening that are right now in those weird spots in like those tiny apartments with too many people and it all seems kind of strange, but something's happening. Yeah. I mean, there was like, I don't know, three or four houses I had before this where I was like the best paint place to paint was sitting on the side of my bed in my tiny little bedroom. Like, mm-hmm. cause I go out and there's like, 
I remember one house, we had like three puppies all new at the same time. And we had like a hundred square feet to share. And I was, you know, but I was still painting there, you know, sitting on the floor and uh, doing what I can. I remember going out to like, like established artists and they had like a studio, maybe yeah. like, like, yeah, old, yeah. like attached garage. Wow. I remember your garage, remember? That garage was nice. Dude, that was it really was nice. It was uninsulated, but day. it was really dope. But it was like, it was one of my first times seeing like, like, cause you were a painter. I went to your house and you had a place that you painted you know i was like, was like <laughs> i was cool. lucky man yeah. my my story was not as epic as yours i we got pretty lucky i mean i i transferred out here with like whole foods so i had a little job you had a job too. before yeah and i'm i've probably said this before on the podcast but like artists don't quit your day job until like you're you're making i don't know x amount of dollars per week on art sales because it can actually stifle you. Totally. That's a fine like, line to if find. Have, if you have to, like, I know C.T. Nelson. Yeah. Like one of the most successful, amazing, like, creates the most beautiful Just paintings. Just the king. Like, He's he is king. the king. And uh, he's still working a job. Mm -hmm. Yep. Because he doesn't, and the reason I brought that up, he, he doesn't want his art to dictate, like, he doesn't want to have to rely on it for his financials. Right. Yeah. He thinks it will change the way he paints. Yeah, mm -hmm. I so, think like, it does. And I, I think it does as well. Yeah. Um, but, and I think that's so awesome. Um, like I work jobs. I, yeah. I was like my last job, I was delivering cheesesteaks to hungry Denverites. <laughs> for, I worked that job for like a year and a half, two years, you yeah. know? And it was uh, my good friend, Molly Gardner came in one time, like 7am after a crazy paint session. And she had like eight bottles of champagne. <laughs> she was like, Steven, you are not going to work. You're calling that I remember in. when you quit that job. Yeah. Wow. She's yeah. like, you're calling in and you're quitting. And I was like, no, I can't. And she's like, you're doing the art thing. And I was like, all Fuck right, yeah. do it. Hell I yeah, Molly. Drink champagne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, but yeah, you, know, there's, you gotta like, you know, be reasonable. Yeah. And, and, uh, Work really hard if it's what you're passionate about. At like work, you know, like work your day job and and Fuck save yeah. money and and create in your your free time. You yeah, know? I mean that's what I did. I've yeah. had a job. I've had a full time job, and I this is my last week. Nice. This week, I'll give yeah. you a little, <laughs> <laughs> little five good ones yeah. right there. Thanks, fella. Hell yeah! It's so freeing. Um, because you you talk about like uh, painting all night like you've uh freedom of time and i started feeling like you work up to a certain point right where you're like oh what what i'm creating is and then this job that i have is actually holding me back from this potentiality right. that i feel that's that's and, the time yeah and then it's time to drop it because you're yeah. like dude i got infinite creativity in me and i have to go to bed at 11 so i can get up to make a phone call right yeah. it's like right oh, okay so well, like mixed mixed signals there but you know just feel it out. <laughs> yeah. Like quit your day job if you want to. I mean, I've I've quit two, three jobs since I've been here, mm -hmm. since I've been in Denver. That's and one I, thing I noticed when I first moved here. Like everybody I met was like, don't get too hung up on something because like another opportunity will pop up. And I remember yeah. I had like eight or nine jobs, like just real yeah. quick. I, yeah. Something better, 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 better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just takes a little bit of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But there's, it's that balance again, like you were talking about, like balance, like, if you need money to survive and your art isn't selling, get a job. Don't be like, like, dude, starving artist isn't interesting or cool at all. No, and, uh, like no, we're no. done with that guys. It's <laughs> yeah. 2020 we're pretty much. Artists. We're all thriving. We're thriving <laughs> artists here guys. Like in whatever way possible, like 
it, just you know make dope shit and if it's not selling get a job but if it is you know fucking quit who cares <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's always more opportunity exactly yeah i know this might be a silly question and i'm sure you get it a lot when you live paint no and stuff <laughs> but I like think of some, actually. so <laughs> so you know like i'm sure everybody listening is familiar with steven's work or else if you're not go look check it, up. it out uh like how would you describe what you're painting? Like, Ooh. what is that? It's like, hua, hua. yeah, <laughs> a little like kung fu action. Uh, yeah, no, like I, I think it's uh it's kind of like it's like organized chaos. Mm -hmm. I feel like um, I think what I what I try to do uh, a lot of my work is very uh, it's like synesthesia and it's like auditory. And it's, uh, yeah. it's kind of all the same thing. Like, uh, when I made jewelry, a lot of the same, like, it's all kind of like the same thing. And I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to evoke like an emotion or a feeling and take you to a place where like, it's a, a good place, you know, mm -hmm. like, yeah, a, yeah. like a pimping spot. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I feel like, uh, when I started painting, um, especially like some of my flow stuff, um, I like wait till I'm feeling really good. I wait till the music's good. Like, that's uh, so why I like, I, I still enjoy going out to festivals because like the energy is so high. Everyone's feeling real good. Like, mm -hmm. you know, the music's sick. It's loud and, and uh, lights, uh, you know, it's just like sick. And uh, I like starting paintings there. Like when, when all those vibes are real high, I'm trying to just get that down. I feel like an abstract painting, like you're almost done with the painting in the first couple motions, you know? Sure. And you're just dialing and then, it in. Yeah. Then the rest of the time you're just trying to render out that, like that feeling or like that, that uh, energy you, you were in when you started it. And so I think a lot, a lot of my flow paintings, a lot of my paintings just in general I'm, I'm just trying to capture like that that good vibe that like mm -hmm. or maybe not even good i think good is like too broad but you know, i think <laughs> i think everyone understands what i'm saying just trying to capture that moment yeah i feel um it. Yeah. And, and then spending f weeks and months <laughs> rendering that <laughs> shitty awful feeling by the time you're done with it <laughs> you're like oh got it do you ever find you that know? interesting like finding the balance between that initial spark and then how far to finish it and like where that balance is. Totally. That's another question I have trouble answering. Um, it's like when people are like, how do you know when it's finished? God, that's the, like, oh, man, <laughs> the hardest question talk ever. For a couple of days. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I think you just know. Yeah. Um, when you look at it and you're yeah. like, it's good. Yeah, you're like, do I good. feel good about this? Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. or is there still <clears throat> definitely over rendered? Before you, taking like I squandered to. something, you know, something mm -hmm. beautiful, and you're like a month later, you're like, where is where Why? was what happened? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where'd it go? Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm learning to to know when to to finish, and uh, I think living off of my art also kind of dictates a little bit of that. You mm -hmm. know, I can't work on something for a year. Totally. Um, so I'm trying to get faster and um, learn like little shortcuts here and there. And that, that just comes with being in front of the canvas, just putting the time in, you'll, you'll learn little tricks and tips and ways to take like a six, seven steps, then just compound that down to one yeah. and yeah. still get the same idea across. Mm -hmm. It's so fun as you unlock that, you become so free with your creativity. Yeah. I, I see that with most successful artists. Like, mm -hmm. uh, 
like when they're young it's all highly rent like it's what people it's what makes them noticed and you know like not famous but uh well you know well liked and uh by the end of their career if, if somebody if people hit it pretty big like I think by the end of the career, they just kind of make a couple motions. Yeah. Like, yeah, you get the idea. Like, they next, distill like, it here down. We go. Like, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it is what it is what yeah. it is. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I kind of like that. I like both sides to that. Like, the, uh, I love, like, used to, like, get me kind of, like, it was, like, daunting seeing these, like, hyper-realism paintings. Ooh, or, yeah. like, yeah. Or even just, like, um, not even realism, but, like, people, like, uh, like further collective guys, like Oliver, Ver- these people that push this, like it just push it so far, and you're like, wow, this is like, like I can grab this. Is it's a like hyper surrealism, yeah. mm-hmm. and it used to be daunting. You know, I'd look at this, I'd be like, oh man, I don't, how did like I don't even have the time or like the the skill or the energy. Like I just, and uh, and then I see the other side of it too, where it's like I like kids drawings yeah <laughs> you ever like see a kid draw who can't even really quite move his arm yet yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. still just scribbling with crayons <laughs> and you're like that's dope like that's sick, bro. yeah so mm-hmm. cool um so yeah i i don't know trying to find like somewhere in between there mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah i'm not trying to be the best or i'm not trying to just like you know it's it's for more than just myself but sure. trying to find like a nice balance between between the two things so. sure you find like you know art i like do you find art is the conduit for teaching you just how to be a person too right like finding yeah. that finding that balance yeah um not always um <laughs> but it's how funny like I'm, I'm following a lot of other artists like journeys and i've noticed like my brother's art like man like it's different like if you see his his art like without him around you're like it's great it's beautiful it's like you know something i would buy and hang on my wall Mm -hmm. even as a creator and he's my brother you know yeah Mm -hmm. but then when you see it with him and he can tell you about this little speck right here what that happened and like where that brought him back to and like it's it's uh he like definitely lets his he lives through his art it's like this meditative Mm -hmm. like crazy thing i could talk about that for hours but um but yeah i think i think my art like i don't want it to define me um but i think it does it like there's no real way to get around it like it's it's what i it's what i spend my time it's what i love it's like it's it's uh there's this term called ikigai um i think it's a japanese term but Mm -hmm. it's like i saw this crazy venn diagram and everything circles around it's like uh like your vocation uh like your life passion there's like four things that all spiral around and it's like it's the word ikigai mm. and it's like kind of if you can find that uh like i, I think that's that's the secret that's it yeah know? yeah the center point of yeah. your being where yeah. all these things overlap what's good for the world oh like, yes you know yeah, yeah. i should pull it up there's like four there's like four th- things and it's like you know like i don't know I think it's like what you're good at, what the world needs, Which, how you make m- money, yeah, and then probably some other things. Yeah, <laughs> and it all spirals, and then there's all the little things in between the cracks. But the whole, the the jewel of the whole thing is is uh, it's called Ikigai. So nice. I think that's for for me. That's what like uh, my art is, and I, mm-hmm. I am my art, and you know people know me as my art, and so mm-hmm. I've been. Yeah. That's 
it's cool that you have a brother that's a working artist. Like you guys are both working artists. Yeah. It's crazy. That's a yeah. trip. So that's yeah. Bobby and Steven Cruz. Yeah. Uh, Bobby episode you probably, one. You probably Bobby know that. that episode. I listened to that the other day. I was yeah. like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's younger than me. He's two years younger, but I look up to him in most ways. And uh, I think being able to share, like, back in high school, like middle school, or just like little shit rat kids running around, like, <laughs> like I didn't like everything I did. I played soccer. He played soccer, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, started skating, you know, and then. He was always like the tag along, like younger brother. You know, I'm trying to find my way in the world, trying to figure out who I am. And um, and I like didn't realize at the time, but like he like I am a part of him, you know, like yeah, yeah. and and uh, once I matured a little bit, I realized like how special that relationship was uh, to be able to share like pretty much everything I have with him and be able to go as deep as as uh, you can go, you know, with with somebody. Um, and like he's my blood brother but I feel like through art I've found like lots and lots of brothers yeah yeah. and people I can share and go is pretty deep with you know yeah so, that's something interesting right about like the, special. the art path the path of the heart and following what you feel drawn to do is how many people you meet among the path that there's no diminishment to your blood family but you love these people as much as you love right Oh, yeah. Your own family that you right. were born into. Yeah, it doesn't take anything away from a candle by lighting another candle. And totally. Sure. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I, I think, think we all have like similar DNA in a way. Mm-hmm. Like we have this like creator slash artist DNA. It's probably something that psychedelics turned on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to argue against that, but no. no. Um, but yeah, I think that when you meet someone who's so like-minded that it's just like, it's just a vibe instantly. You're just like, Oh yeah. Okay. I understand you. You understand me. Mm-hmm. We don't really need to say a lot, you know? Oh yeah. Like, it's, a, it's a feeling. Yeah. Not much of a talker. Like it's, it's surprised mm-hmm. you guys got me on this. Speaking of no microphone. <laughs> I mean, thing. like uh, I kind of am too, but yeah, I think I like with, with my core group, we're all creators. So we speak through what we create. Right. Mm-hmm. And, I think that's incredibly special. I, uh, it's like great, like, like Instagram, like I pull my phone out of my pocket and mm-hmm. people complain about like social media, like all oh, this negativity, all this, nah. like, man, when I pulled hey, out my if, phone, like if you're an artist. what I see is from all over the world, all the mm-hmm. people I know, people I don't know, people that are like at the head of their craft, people that are just starting. And, yeah. and I get to see like through, you know, through a month, like I'd see you start and finish a painting, you know, and yeah, sure. maybe we don't talk for a month, but I see what you're going through. I see, you know, it's like, yeah. it's pretty cool. Like, uh, John, I, I, we're like, we've known each other for a couple of years now, but mm-hmm. I knew your art before, you know, I knew, I knew you before I actually met you because yeah. I followed your art. Totally. Yeah. We, we knew each other and then, yeah. and then you meet each other. Like, oh yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah. What's good, dude? <laughs> yeah, this like, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> So I think that's that's really special. Um, but yeah, having having a a brother is somebody I like. Literally, he was like, "There's pictures, like we're tiny little <laughs> things." Like, and uh, to grow up and do life with somebody who's so absolutely close and invested into like very similar things is is definitely one of the bigger blessings I've ever I can like give to. So absolutely, it's funny how you have to get older and go through some shit to appreciate 
that kind of stuff. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Here, here's what I want to know. I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. When are we going to see a Bobby and Steven collab? Ooh. Oh, man, there's a, there's one uh, right here, actually. Wait. Um, I'll pull it out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, oh, okay. It's, yeah. We've painted it's, a few times together. Um, what's what's even what's what's kind of like funny to me is that me and Bobby don't really even talk about that. Yeah, like uh, occasionally, like we'll we'll start something and or like have ideas for something, and um, I think I think it's just been pushed so long that like the first one that comes out, like because people are gonna be like, oh shit, like you know, I think a lot of people have that same question. Yeah, and it's odd because I don't, I don't think Bobby and I have that question. You, you know? guys haven't talked about it, you mean? Not too much, yeah, no. Yeah. To be honest, um, like we've, like I've got a like a pretty large canvas that we started a couple of years back, mm-hmm. and uh, just never really got into it. And so sure. I think, so I think it's just been pushed so long that uh, I think the first one it's going to have to be like a like a Epic. pretty proper sized canvas yeah. and something we spend a lot of time on and. At, like at this point we can't just like thumb around on something right, and be right. like hey check it out like yeah, we made this yeah. and people yeah. be like oh like so, you know yeah, yeah, sometimes so. like the ones you're closest to uh, the more it's like you don't even want to fucking yeah like that you're like, like all right we gotta got do it proper thing going yeah like, yeah man like if you ever get the and chance to too. just like be around bobby while he's painting and just like be able to talk to him like i highly suggest that yeah, <laughs> yeah. like it's uh he'll teach you what it means to like be a be <laughs> yeah, to and, be uh, yeah, yeah. Down, and like i don't know so there there will be a day when when we get down on something but not that we have it in the future it's just i right, feel like at right. this point like you got to be careful with like i don't know kind of brings yeah. up like a weird like question about collaboration and yeah uh, like I, I see a lot of my friends working together and i think it's that's one of the most magical things you can do yeah. as an artist is be able to share that like incredibly personal, incredibly like vulnerable space with somebody else. Um, and I, uh, I work with apex collective and it originally started as just like three dudes. Uh, we're sitting around and just trying to came up with a name for the thing we do every day, mm-hmm. you know, like instead of like saying you want to go paint with like Steve, Jake and Zach, like yeah. we just be like, Oh, the apex boys, like, yeah, yeah. you know, it's just, it just, uh, it was just a name for something we were doing and uh it's grown up into this point it's like kind of this big we're still defining what it is i feel Mm -hmm. like but i think what it is at the core is um just bringing together people that when working together can create something bigger than just themselves absolutely and being able to facilitate that I, i think one of our end goals with apex is to have a space like a like kind of warehouse gallery like we have, again we're still defining everything and working it all out but i think the end goal is to have a space where we can bring in people from out of town that you know if we see like this dude out in california is doing some crazy awesome stuff that would match so well with this guy out in florida like mm-hmm. we can fly them into the space and they have like uh, kind of like hotel room type things. And then there's a big like collaborative workspace and the front is a moving gallery. And then we can throw events there like after hours events. And, yeah. um, so, but yeah, we're, uh, I think collaboration is key into, uh, the accelerated growth of like this creative monster that we're, we're, we are, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. we're becoming. So I find that so beautiful. Like the overlap is, it, it seems like everybody we talk to's 
goal in the future is creating communal space yeah. and bringing together people. It's, it's such an important part of uh, health, of, of yeah. like feeling okay. Yeah. Is being with like-minded beings and mm -hmm. uh, making something beautiful or fun together. Totally. Like I have this beautiful studio, everything in its place, like everything I could ever need, but like I'll pack it all or just a little bit of it up. Most of the time, not everything I need and just go, you know, any given day I'd be at your studio or uh, another, another friend's studio. And I, I think that's important just to keep the vibes fresh and mm -hmm. to be able to interact in that creative way with creative minds. Absolutely. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I think that's the future in general is like, if this, if this earth is to continue, we must come together and, you know, actually have a community instead of living in these little suburban boxes. Yeah, we tried being separated. It didn't work out too well. No. Well, yeah, no. at the core of everything, it's like a universal. We are like, it's a one thing. So. Yeah, no doubt. Um, yeah. No doubt. So do you have, um, like for your personal art career, do you have any like big... Uh, crazy projects or ideas in your mind of where you want to go or are you just kind of following where it takes you um try not to try not to plan too much um i think that's how you get let down yeah um or having expectations i guess mm -hmm. um so i don't expect anything out of myself but i want to continue to set myself up to explore this crazy path i've i've gone down and I think there's a lot more to like, to dive into. Um, so I'm just going to kind of see where it goes. Um, I'm, ex I'm, I'm excited to see yeah. <laughs> people, uh, like I'll go out and like live painting and people are like, man, I can't wait to see where this goes. And my, my answer is always like me too. Yeah. A lot of times you just feel like a passenger, right? Watching this thing happen in front of you. Totally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And somehow it keeps getting better and better. In subtle ways. Yeah, I'm gonna knock on wood. That one, yeah. Why not? And what I think is too is cool too is like bringing it back to the community aspect of like, okay, we sit down and have a conversation. We have this network of artists here. Is like, in a way, it's like we're all in it together, and to find those homies that are interested in what you're doing, and when you do things together, you, you can't fail. Yeah. Right. It's like even if you personally have a failure you're part of like a collective group of loving beings and you always have open arms there, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. So like find the others and do your dope shit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think that's, that's key. I, uh, uh, me and Jake Amison, Amazon, um, met up like kind of near the start of my Denver journey and him and I were like so similar in our art styles and like thought patterns and like, uh, I realized that was probably one of the most important things about my growth as an artist was having somebody there. Um, like we didn't live together at first, but we've, we went through like three or four houses together and, uh, like waking up every day and like, you know, he might be still up from the night before still grinding. And I'm like, Oh shit, I better get on it. Or like, <laughs> yeah. you know, or like, um, just, just keeping each other motivated and having, you know, it's such a tough thing to like sit down and, paint like yeah like painters would know what i'm saying like uh, an outsider is like oh you got such a nice light like so you don't go to work and, <laughs> well i like, think if an is, outsider so actually tried that's what i'm saying when yeah. you start to think about what it is like it's, it takes a lot to even just to get down and actually get into it mm -hmm. and uh having somebody 
who's like as um has the same goals and the same motivations and mm-hmm. like uh is in the same like medium and style um to to be able to work with them maybe don't live with somebody like that but like um but like having somebody there that you can you can open up with all the time is mm-hmm. probably helped me the most as an artist like just growing exponentially oh yeah because as fast as i was working i was seeing a whole nother thing going down next to me it's like I'm, you're, you're able to bounce like little tricks and tips off mm-hmm. of each other and um it was kind of like that silent kind of like play like you know i'm i'm gonna work a little longer like mm-hmm. you know like it, it it's it was friendly competition definitely yeah the most friendly mm-hmm. and uh yeah, I, th- I think if you can find somebody, um, that's th- that's maybe something I'll start telling people. It's like find somebody else who's as motivated as you, and you know, mm-hmm. maybe you're not feeling that great that day, or you want to sit down and play a video game, or like yeah, yeah. you know, like go eat a cheesesteak. I don't know, like <laughs> but you you can help motivate each other to to get in front of it and get after it. So mm-hmm. yeah. totally, yeah. yeah. Well. Uh... Okay, so um, one of the questions we tend to ask towards the end of the podcast is if you could give your younger self any advice. It seems like you've had a pretty serendipitous path to yeah. where you're at now. But maybe if you could, um, maybe besides passion and hard work, yeah, uh, what would it be? What, what kind of advice would you drop on people? I would just say uh, you are what you're looking for. And, you know... <laughs> it's gonna be it's up to you man you know <laughs> you do it or don't do it and do it one day or, you know yeah I, I would say uh trust in yourself and yeah right i think that's that's it it's yeah. pretty perfect yeah it's yeah. spot on dude so you have um you're working on your art show do you have any other events coming up soon yeah uh so actually i got a yo i got a busy uh month coming up so i'll be doing uh i'm i'll be live painting on stage with spongle in oh, nice. kansas city uh-huh. um there's like a it's it's like a big spectacle there's a big show going down um so that'll be my first time in kansas city kc uh, it's november 27th and then uh i'll be doing the same in denver at the fillmore with spongle on the december 6th and okay. there's going to be, I just saw, there's like a group message I was in. There's like 20 or 30 <laughs> artists, all amazing painters. Wow. So if you're debating on going, Spongle's amazing, but like go for the painters. There's going to be like some incredible work there. Um, and then I'm going to St. Petersburg, Florida um, shortly after that for, it's like a bog trotter, like, um, forget who it's like detox unit it's like this whole big thing so i'll be down there um and then yeah um after that i'm gonna turn my phone off and disappear for a couple months (laughs) and try to get all these blank canvases we're surrounded by with done for uh for my show at Threda Gallery here in Denver. Stay Stay tuned, guys. Yeah, i highly suggest going down not just for my show uh currently uh 
my best buddy, best friend and creator, Jake Amison, has a solo show there that's uh, just mind-blowing. Yeah. It's like 20, 30 new pieces. There's like 15-foot paintings. Mm -hmm. It's uh, also like this primetime gallery that my friend Peter Westerman with Threda happened to stumble upon. And it's uh, just a, an amazing place to be, whether it's middle of the day, at nighttime. Uh, so I highly suggest checking checking Threda out. Hell yeah. And shouts Jake and Pete for uh, for an awesome opening last oh, Friday. Yeah. I've never seen an sh- art show. I didn't know art. That was live that. as well. Like, <laughs> holy shit! Wow. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Yeah, that. I just uh, so and congratulations the Denver Colorado community for showing up big time. Oh, for, yeah. for our boy Jake and I couldn't, couldn't do it without walk. you. You yeah. couldn't even use the bathroom because yeah. you can't. It's like it's, <laughs> you can't even get in there. It was like, packed. You can't move. It was amazing. Yeah. It was incredible. And the art was the uh, great. So I have the bar set high. So oh, yeah. that's what it, uh, no pressure. I'll be so everybody come out in force in March for Steven's show. That's right. Let's rage it. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Oh yeah. All right. Well, I guess we'll go ahead and sign off. Thank you guys for listening so much. Thank, thank you, Steven, yeah, for, thank you, Steven, for being here. Thank you, John, and speaking and Andrew, to us. for having me on. Yeah. Was, uh, we love you, man. Yeah. It was a blessing. Thank yeah. you guys. Peace. Yeah. Peace. Thank you all for listening. We love you. We love you. Thanks for listening to another episode of RCAF Podcast. For additional images and notes on this episode, you can check out our website, rcafpodcast.com. And you can find me, Andrew Norris, at andrew.norris.arts on Instagram and andrewnorrisarts.com is my website. I also have links on my website to episodes as well as all my best paintings. And you can find me, John Speaker. My website is johnspeaker.com. On Instagram, I'm at johnspeaker and on Facebook, johnspeakerart. Thanks again for listening. Peace. Thank you. (laughs) 